Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Empower Single Mom Podcast on today. I hope you had an amazing day on yesterday. My yesterday was very challenging, but I will tell y'all that at the end. But today we're still doing our 40-day fast from wrong thinking. And today we are going to be talking about I feel alone. So how many of y'all just feel alone like God is not there? God, why you, I mean, you see me going through this way? Do you care? You know, we have like storms in our life and we feel like God is not there. But we're going through so much and we just don't understand. How many of y'all just feel alone? Like, I know God sees this. Like, he don't care. So, we're going to change that way of thinking today because you're not alone. God is always there. He said he will never leave you nor forsake you. But sometimes when we're going through the storm, the teacher is quiet. The reason why I feel like the teacher is quiet is because they trying to see, he trying to see if we're going to trust him or we're going to have faith that he's going to do what he said he's going to do or we're just going to be like, you know what, I'm, I'm done. You know how some people are like, uh-uh, I can't do this no more. But that's what sometimes I feel like, you know, he just, he just testing us to see if we really trust him. So today in Mark, in Mark chapter 4, when the disciples tried to cross over to the other side of the sea, in the boat, they was overwhelmed by the storm that struck their ship. They feared for their lives, bailing out water fiercely. Where you have you ever been in a storm? The water crashing against you. You feel hopeless. You feel helpless. You feel alone. You cry out, Lord, where are you? Don't you care? I mean, have y'all ever did that? Like, God, I know you see this. You ain't doing nothing, so what's the problem? <laughs> That's me sometimes. Disciples forgot one small detail in the midst of the storm. Jesus was in the boat with them, but there was there was nothing greater than his presence. Let's overcome the thought to say, I feel alone when God is, when I feel alone, God is, well, yeah. let's overcome the thought to say, I feel alone. Where is God when I need him most? So, hey, I feel like where's God at? When I need him the most. Like, God, I know you see this. I don't know why you're not doing nothing about this, you know. Don't you see this? Because I see that. I don't know what you're looking at, but honey, I'm about to just lose it all. But we're going to change that way of thinking today. Okay, number one. He is in the boat with you. He is in the boat with you. In Mark chapter 4, verse 36 through 40, Jesus was asleep in the boat. Someone asked him once, "Why? how do you wake Jesus up? And when he's sleeping in our boat, when he is asleep in our boat in the middle of the storm, what? I said, you don't wake him up. You rest with him. If he's not worried, don't you worry. He's prayed to calm the storm just as it will do now. So even though Jesus was in the boat with them people, in the boat with the disciples, in the boat. He was in the boat asleep. The storm was going on. The water was hitting the boat. I would have freaked out myself. The storm was hitting the water, was hitting the boat, all this stuff. And Jesus in the sleep rest. And the other people in the boat were like about to panic. Don't Jesus see this? We're about to lose. We're about to tip over. We're going to drown in this water. Don't Jesus care? So the man said, if he's not worried, don't you worry. His present comes to storm just as it will do today. So when you go through the storm of life today, just know that his peace, his presence will calm the storm just as it will do today. 
just know that he's going to come. So, yes, there are times we like, Jesus, I know you see this. We get all upset because Jesus not moving fast. That's me. I'm not going to lie. Because I be like, Jesus, I know you see this. Why you ain't moving? And I don't hear nothing. <laughs> I don't hear nothing. Nor do I, nor does he say anything. I don't, I was like, okay, I know he's, I know. I know he see this, but he, oh, he, so he don't want to talk today. Just be me. But we just have to know that God knows everything he see, everything he know when it's going to happen. We just got to stop worrying and just know his presence comes to storm. Just say, just as it, it comes to storm back then, and it will do it today. Number two, disciples didn't need to wait. Didn't need Jesus to wait. To be wet. Disciples didn't need Jesus to awake. They needed to wake the fact that Jesus was with them. And when he, no, he was with him. And there's nothing to fear. In Psalms 23 said, though I walk through the valley of shadow death, I will fear no evil. You are with me. I'm going to read that again. Disciples didn't need to wake. The disciples didn't need Jesus to awake. They didn't need to wake up Jesus. They didn't need to let Jesus sleep. Let that man sleep. He, he, you know, he had to rest. But they had to wake him up. They needed to wake. They needed to wake. What the word is wrong with me today? They need to wake to the fact that Jesus was with them. When you when you know he's with you, there's nothing to fear. In Psalms 23, verse 4 says, Though I walk through the valley of shadows, I will fear no evil for you are with me. We have to have that much confidence, even though God is not walking with us like physically. But he's there. But we have to know that God is with us every step of the way. Even though we might not feel it, see it, God is right there. This don't. There's nothing to fear. He said, "There's nothing to fear." Well, you know the fact that God is right there with you. There's nothing to fear because in Psalms 23 verse 4 says, "Though I walk through the valley of shadow, death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me." So just know that God is with us when we don't think He is. Number three, great miracles equal God comes to storm. Great, greater miracles, Jesus slept in the midst of the storm. Give God something to work with because He go, He gonna do beyond what. Give God something to work with because He can do beyond. We have to at least give Him a base to begin with. So we gotta give God something to get. We gotta give God something to work with. He's going to do what he said he's going to do, but we just got to give him something. Give him, at least give him something to work with, to begin with. Okay, God, this is what I'm going to do, or whatever the case may be, but we got to give him something. We can't just be like, God, I need it, you know. We got to give him something. Number four, do not mistake fire in your life for God absolutely. Do not mistake fire in your life for God absent. In Daniel 30, chapter 22 to 25, Jesus said, One moment, y'all.
do not mistake fire in in your life for God. In Daniel chapter 3, verse 22 through 25, Jesus was the fourth man in the fire. With Shekara, Meshach, and some men say, no, I don't know. He was present in the middle of the fire. Just because you feel, doesn't feel his presence doesn't mean he's there. Believe he is with you, and eventually your situation will feel his presence. True. You gotta feel like it's you gotta feel like he's there. Even though you might not see him or feel him, he is there in the midst of the situation. Sometimes we just gotta step back and let God take control. But we as humans have to be in control. Because I know I do because I like to be in control and stuff. But sometimes we gotta say, okay, God, I give it to you, give it to him, leave it there, and don't pick it back up. So sometimes we just be like, okay, here you go. We can be going through so much and we just like God is not here. I know he sees this mess. But even though he was the fourth man in the fight, even though they didn't feel him nor see him, doesn't mean he wasn't there. We just have to believe believe he's there and eventually you will feel his presence. Number five, in Psalms 91, 10 say, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plot come near your tent. The next verse says, for he will give his angels charges concerning you. There are many angels involved in our life, but this is taking, this is talking about his angels. In the Old Testament, in Jesus Christ himself, he is Lord. Therefore, he has charge concerning you. That means, he, if, so, no fear, no evil, no evil should befall you, nor should come near, nor should any plot come near your tent. Meaning, like, he give angels charge of yes, hurt, the devil try to throw stuff at you. Hurt or harm, people might try to hurt you or harm you, but just know no evil should befall you. No, she in the plot, like all this, this, like this COVID and all this stuff, you should not come near your tent. Why? Because he gives angels charges over you. There are many angels involved in our lives, but this is talking about his angels. No, there are many angels, but God is talking about only his angels. The Old Testament said angels is Christ Jesus himself. He himself, therefore, is taking charges over us concerns over us. Okay, now we're at think it and say it. Think it and say it. I'm not trying to get in God's presence. I'm already in. Through the blood of Jesus, he is the boat with me. He's in the boat with me. He's not over there. He's right here, right now, with me and in me. And I awaken to the fact that he is with me. There's no separation. I can rest with him in the midst of any storm. I can walk with him in the midst of the fire. I'm fearless because he's with me. Therefore, no evil shall befall me, nor see any plot come near my dweller, my church, my home, my body, my life, in Jesus' name. That's true. God is with you every step of the way. Even though I know sometimes things does happen, it's just like, you just feel like, Lord, I'm going through the fire. I'm going through the ringer. But just know that he is there with you. Yes, we don't see him. Yes, we don't. Sometimes we might not feel him. But just when you give your situation to God, just hand it over to him, the president will take care of the situation. Just know that. Let me tell you all the story. Yesterday, I was on my way to work because I had to get that kind of early yesterday. So yesterday, I was on my way to work, you know, doing my normal routine. And um, so I got ready to leave. So I walked out the door. I, I know I had everything. Walked out the door. And when I got down to the to my car, my purse broke. I said, oh my God. Purse broke and I dropped my phone. So I didn't think nothing of it. I was like, please, you just slow down. Just calm down. You don't need to just slow down. 
Okay, got to the gas station and got my little cup of ice like I always do. Uh, and then, you know, got, got, got on my journey. So there was a light had turned yellow. I thought oh, I could make it, but the light was just too far. I thought I could make it, but then if I know I would have made it, it probably would have turned red. So, you know, so I stopped. I just stopped. And, um, I stopped. So, um, everything, the cup of ice worked. I mean, waste, the cup of ice wasted, and the other cup of ice that I had, that I already in my cup had wasted. I was mad. I was like, oh my God. So then I had to pull over and I was looking for my headphones, my AirPods in my car. So I was like, I had called my kids at home, whatever. Nobody answered the phone. I don't know why, but nobody answered the phone. So, and then I called my daughter's cell phone. Nobody answered it. They just kept saying, do you know she have a phone or do not so Why? I don't know. But anyway, um, so I was getting upset. And then I turned around because I didn't I couldn't find what I was looking for. So I turned around. I was so mad I turned around. And then I um turned around head home. Then I finally got in touch with my, uh, one of my kids. And they was like, yes, yes, I came back home. Came back home. I was like, this is some bull crap because I'm already late to work. So I said I was gonna try to get there early to help other people out, but uh, you know, you know, this what is going on? So I got to my apartment, found what I was looking for. Still didn't find what I was looking for, but I was like, it's okay. This is just go. You know, this go. And you know what? My car wouldn't start. It wouldn't say not one word. I was like, you know what? This is some bull crap here. So I waited and waited. I was getting upset. So then I got, okay, so the car crunk up. <laughs> the car crunk up. So I was like, okay, it's it's crunk up. So let's let's go. So I got out of my apartment gate and got halfway down to I wasn't too far from my apartment. The car go dead. I said, you know what? <laughs> this is making me mad. The car just go dead. One star out of the way like a couple seconds. It's just one star. I was like, okay. I was like, okay. This is this is making me mad. And then um. So the person I was talking to on the phone was like, well, you should, I'm going to work today. No, no, like, take your car back home. No, it's not good for you to go to work, whatever. I was like, well, I gotta work. Uh-uh, it's for some kind of reason. I'll, you know, some kind of reason something stopped me from going to work. So, turned the car around. After I waited a couple of seconds, crept right back on up. Got in through the gate, and the car goes dead. I said, you know what? I am over I want to cry. I was getting frustrated. Stressing and worried because I like I can't miss work. I'm the provider for me and my kids, so I can't just miss work. So I went on, went on, did what I had to do. I was like, "This is so cool crap." So I waited a couple seconds, and the car crunk on up, and I was able to get my car into its parking spot. You know what I said? And I just I said, "You know what?" So I had to call my job to let them know that, hey. It's not going to be work today. Because my car decided not to go today. You don't want to do nothing today. So I was like, okay. So I went on, did what I had to do. <laughs> did what I had to do. Went on, you know, went, went on to work. I didn't go to work. I just came in the house and I was, got onto this prayer call, prayer thing. And I just sat here and just cried to Jesus because I didn't understand 
what is it? Why I didn't couldn't go to work till yesterday? So I was like, so I got in here, prayed, read the Bible and stuff as I got the prayer thing. And then I called my uncle to see if he can come by. I told him what was going on with us. He said, it might be that your wires on your battery is tight enough. Because they said, no, my, I didn't have a battery. And then when I did get the battery, me and my son uh, put the battery on. And we made, we didn't tighten it good enough. We thought it was tight, but we didn't, I guess, not. So, then I was like, okay. So, he came and fixed it. And he tightened it. So, I made a block. Whatever. It was good. I went to go pick up my daughter. It was good. I was like, you know what? And then as he was talking to me, my uncle came over here, we was talking. And I said, if I had a daughter, I was just thinking, you know, like, you know how God gives you vision and makes you see things. If I had got on 1960, I don't know if y'all familiar with Houston, but on 1960, if my car would have, because people fly about 1960, they don't go slow. People be rolling like that stuff, freeway, whatever. But I was like, if I had got on 1960, and my car would have went dead, Lord forbid, somebody could have hit me hit me in the back of my car, whatever. This is me. Me pitching it, me seeing it. I could have had a, a it could have been a chain reaction or somebody else could have tried to avoid me and hit somebody else or whatever the case may be. So I was like, okay, God, thank you. Sometimes we had to just sit back and just say thank you. Okay, God, you didn't want me to go to work today. So since I didn't go to work yesterday, I just sat at home, worked on my business, and here's my logo. So sometimes, you know, God protect us. You know, he have angels. He talking about, his, he said there are many angels, but he was talking about his angels. Not everybody else's angels. But um, he was talking about his angels. Like, he keep us from hurt, harm, and danger. Because I could have easily went on the work. After my car had crumpled, I could have easily went on the work. Who's to say my car could have not went there while I'm behind somebody just flying? It could have hit me or whatever or anything. But God knows what he's doing. Sometimes we just got, okay. Just step back when I was like, stop. You know, because I got mad and got stressed. Cause I was like, I'm missing money. You know, because I got bills to pay or whatever. But God knows what he's doing. So sometimes we just have to be like, okay, God, you got this. And it's hard sometimes because, you know, we want to know that human, human one of us want to be like, I got to get to work. You know, what you doing? I got to work. But who's to say? I could have got on, on, on that on 1960, who's to say my car had not wouldn't have went dead and something could have happened? Who's to say? Because no, I'm trying to be smart. But every time I tried to go, it just kept going dead. God was like, I'm trying to tell you something. Sit your tail down. I'm trying to keep you from keep you from something happening to you. Listen to me. So I was like, at first I didn't understand it until now. When my uncle came over there and all this stuff, and I was talking to him, he said, and then I just said. I saw it. I was like, okay, thank you, God. Sometimes we just have to be like, thank you, God, forgive me, because you know me. I was trying to do stuff that out of my control. But so that's my little spill today. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast on today. I hope you have an amazing, awesome day. And just know that just because you don't feel him or see him, you are not alone. Jesus right there with you in the midst of your situation. Just like he was when the disciples on the boat and they was in the storm cave and they was having a big old panic and just freaking out. Jesus was like he in there sleeping. So if you see Jesus resting, that means it's not for you to worry, not for you to do none of that. His presence comes to him just as, just as his presence would do today. So just know that God knows what he's doing 
He's right there with you. Yes, we might not feel his presence. Yes, we might not feel it or see it, but he's there. He's right there. Because he said he would never leave us nor forsake us. He said that. So he would not leave us nor forsake us. So just remember that on today. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast on today. Hope you have an amazing, awesome day. Be blessed.